Welcome to MPA Pod, the Mortgage Professional Australia podcast. Hello, and welcome to MPA Pod, our regular podcast series. I'm Priscilla Dickinson, journalist at Mortgage Professional Australia. Joining me today is Combank's Head of Australian Economics, Gareth Eard. Gareth is to talk to us briefly about the budget, about where inflation and interest rates are likely to head from here, and the impacts of interest rates on borrowers over months to come. We'll also share his thoughts on whether the country is headed for a recession late this year and the likely trigger points. Hi Gareth, a very warm welcome to you and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, it's nice to be here. Firstly, could you tell us whether, in your view, the carefully calibrated budget for 2023-24, delivered by the Treasurer Jim Chalmers, is likely to add to inflationary pressures, causing further interest rate rises? Yeah, sure. Look, the government um, in in the budget was trying to address some cost of living um, pressures, and they've done so by bringing in some policies which actually reduce uh, measured inflation. So they're going to be providing some subsidies to households uh, to help them with energy bills and also healthcare uh, and some other uh, medical-related policies. And what that actually will do is drop uh, the measured rate of inflation coming through in coming quarters. Now, you can argue on one level that anything that stimulatory is actually inflationary, even though it's dropping measured inflation in the near term. But our overall assessment is that because you're you're going to be dropping measured inflation, that in turn will actually bring down inflation expectations for households, which are a key driver of inflation over the medium term. And that in turn will then help overall inflation to come down, which is what the central bank's trying to engineer. So our take was, even though the government is providing some assistance to households in the budget, it's not actually going to end up being inflationary the system. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, the 25 basis point cash rate rise in May uh, was largely unexpected, uh, especially following the pause in April, and and um, obviously increases to date are still flowing through to mortgage mortgage holders. What was your view on the RBA's decision? Look, it, it, it was an unexpected decision as far as the market was concerned. There was only about a 12% chance of a rate hike priced in, and almost all forecasters weren't anticipating a, a rate rise in May. But at Commonwealth Bank, we actually thought they would increase the cash rate by 25 basis points, which is obviously what they ended up doing. And the key the key logic there was that if the RBA was going to put out a set of inflation forecasts a few days later that basically had no change to their inflation profile, which is for inflation to not get back to target until mid-2025. And they had a hiking bias going into that meeting that ultimately they would deliver on that hiking bias, which is what they did. Now, it's worth keeping in mind that the economic forecasts that they then put out were essentially conditional on a peak in the cash rate of where it is right now. So our overall assessment now is that from here, if the economic data comes in line with their updated forecasts or a little bit softer, that we're at the peak in the cash rate now and it would basically take an upside surprise relative to their forecast profile for them to hike the cash rate again from here. So in other words, what we're saying is that where it is now, yeah, we're not expecting any further interest rate rises this year. Yeah, that, that, that's the base case. But I'll just say in the near term, in other words, over the next two to three months, the risk still sits though with, with one more high because there is, a, there is a chance that the data ends up coming in a little bit stronger than what the RBA's latest forecasts imply. We don't think that'll be the case. In fact, we actually think the data is going to come in 
um, a bit softer than what the Reserve Bank's forecast. But while ever they've got that near-term hiking bias, which I think they'll keep until it's very clear that the data is not printing stronger than, than their forecast, then there is still a risk that in the short term, we do get one more rate rise. Thank you. Has consumer spending dampened? And when do you expect to see inflation moving back towards the Reserve Bank's target range? Yeah, look, at consumer spending has absolutely slowed. In fact, it was slowing all through last year. So we were still getting an increase in the volume of consumer spending, but that growth rate had been moderating all through last year. Now, we don't get an update on uh, Q1 household consumption until the national accounts print, uh, which is in June. But we've already had a read on Q1 retail sales volumes, and they've actually contracted. And if we look at our internal data at Commonwealth Bank on spending, the growth rate there in nominal terms is continuing to come down. So it's, it's very clear to us that the, the economy is slowing. It's slowing because of what the RBA has delivered and you get a large impact in terms of their hikes and how that flows through the consumer. But we're pretty comfortable with the view that as we go through this year, consumer spending will continue to moderate. And there's a clear risk actually that the volume of household consumption actually contracts for a quarter or two, just given the lag impact of the rate hikes. And in Australia, we've got lots of home borrowers who are sitting on very low fixed rate loans. They'll be rolling off onto significantly higher floating rates as we go through this year. And that's going to mean for those households, they're going to have to cut back on spending. And just, just on borrowers, um, CBO has previously cited um, as, as other banks on the three-month lag between when a cash rate is announced and when borrowers on the variable rates start to see the impact on their cash flow. Um, just based on that, can we assume that the full impact of the 11 rate rises that have now been put through will be felt around August? That's exactly right. I mean, for those borrowers that are on um, floating rate mortgages, assuming the RBA doesn't take the cash rate any higher from here, the last repayment, the last upward adjustment that they have to their mortgage repayments will be around August. Uh, it'll be basically three months after the last rate hike has been delivered. But then you've got to add on top of that that there's a whole lot of borrowers who have been on fixed rates who have been effectively insulated from the rate hikes delivered to date. And when they roll off onto a floating rate, they'll have a very significant step change uh, in their mortgage repayments because they'll be rolling off an average rate of around two to a quarter percent to something around five and a half you know, to six percent. So there's a lot of tightening still to come in the pipeline and that story will continue well after August, even with the Reserve Bank on hold, simply based on the profile of the fixed rate homeowner expiry. And I just said there as well, um, I'm not sure about what happens with other banks, but at Commonwealth Bank, if you're rolling off a fixed rate loan and you go on to a floating rate mortgage, then you're, you start paying the high rate of interest. We start being charged the high rate of interest as soon as you roll off onto the new rate. But your um, your requirement to meet those high re mortgage repayments doesn't kick in for, for around two months after you roll off the fixed rate. So there's all sorts of lags in the system at the moment. But the overall message is that there's still a lot of tightening to come through, even if the Reserve Bank leaves the cash rate on hold from here. Thank you. But in December, you said that providing the Reserve Bank doesn't deliver too much more in the way of rate hikes, Australia will avoid a recession. Is this still your view? Look, it is, um, but it's actually conditional on the cash rate coming back down at some point in the not-too-distant future. And when I say the not-too-distant future, I, I, I'm referring to late this year or early next year. I think it's worth keeping in mind that with the cash rate at 3.85% where it is right now, 
as as the fixed rates roll off and the large impact of the already delivered hikes hits those people on floating rate mortgages, then total mortgage repayments as a share of household income will actually go to a record high. Um, so the message there is that where the cash rate is right now is a deeply restrictive setting. And if the Reserve Bank was to leave it there indefinitely, then Australia would almost certainly have a recession by virtue of the fact you'd be taking so much money out of the household sector that, that couldn't be then spent on goods and services. So our, our, the idea here that we have the soft landing and that we avoid a recession is effectively conditional on the cash rate going back down late this year or early next year from its current deeply restrictive setting. So see in your forecast, so you're um, forecasting 50 basis points of rate cuts in the last quarter of this year and a further 75 basis points next year? Yeah, look, look, we are. So so that, that gives you a total of 125 basis points of easing. And if we're right in the peak in the cash rate is 3.85%, you're talking basically about the cash rate getting down to around 2.6% um, by the end of next year. Now, it's hard to be kind of precise on the timing exactly when the cuts are going to arrive. But the overall message is that late this year, early next year, is when we think the easing cycle begins. And then once the RBA starts to ease, they're not going to deliver just one or two rate cuts. You'll, you'll get an actual easing cycle. We won't be going back down to the kind of levels we were pre, pre-pandemic, but we think around 125 basis points of cuts that gets you to close to around 2.5%, which is a general um, sort of estimate around where the neutral cash rate might be currently sitting, then that'll basically be required as we go through next year so that the unemployment rate doesn't rise to the kind of levels that are undesired. Thank you, Gareth, and thank you to all of our listeners. That wraps up this edition of MPA Pod. Thank you very much for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you more news and discussion in future episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of MPA Talk. 